Hey, I want to welcome you to another episode of the Mission Matters Money Podcast, your source for all things money. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres. Keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, missionmatters.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today is a very special reunion 2020 episode. What is that? That's when I had a guest on in the past, and I liked him so much I had to bring him right on back. Uh, so today's return guest is Miles Deemer, and he's Director of Capital Markets and Strategy over at Sunday. Miles, welcome back to the show. Thanks, Adam. Thanks for having me back again. Oh man, so good to catch up with you. I saw you on the show note on the on the show roster, and I'm like, all right, let's see what's going on over at Sunday. <laughs> so, um, first off, I don't we had, we had a really blessed year last year, and I don't want to assume that all of our new listeners had a chance to catch your your last episode. So let's just start off with what you're doing over at Sunday, please. Great, yeah. So Sunday is a tech enabled wholesaler. So through streams of better marketing, we're able to find sellers who are looking to sell their homes. And these are homes that are not MLS ready, are not ready for the market. So typically they need between fifty and sixty thousand dollars worth of work in order to get the property to market to sell that. Historically, this group has been really preyed upon uh, by investors, and because we're more efficient at marketing and our overall sales process, we're able to offer the highest price for that home. The wholesaling model really is, you know, you turn around with that asset and then you sell it to a marketplace. So we have a giant list of fix and flip investors who we then sell an asset to on the back end and then turn a profit. I myself run a fix and flip fund within Sunday um, who is competing for those properties, buying them, renovating them, and putting them back on the market, typically within about five, five and a half months. Let's talk a little bit more about um, about what being a tech-enabled wholesaler means, because um, there's you know I, I think there's different definitions and there's different levels, but I know the more efficiency you can bring to that business, which wasn't always. I mean, when you think about the beginning of wholesaling, what was it like? Write 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 some things on a sign and say we buy buy houses cash. It's come a long way, right? Oh, it's coming an extremely far way. Um, you know, you throw tech in any in front of anything, it sounds good, but you know I think we this we actually mean it. Or behind yeah. it, it's like it's or like thin it. tech, yeah. or I'm like podcast tech. No, it's uh, podcast is just not. Go ahead, Miles. <laughs> <laughs> um, so our, our, we spent a considerable investment in our data analytics team as well as our our marketing team as well. So traditionally, you know, you throw a postcard out there, um, you throw a billboard up, and hope that mm-hmm. you know through through people driving by or you know reading their mail that they'll actually read your publication and give you a ring. This is incredibly cumbersome, expensive, and the hit rate, actual success rate of someone picking up the phone and calling you is very limited. So our data team, uh, like we've invested heavily in, spend a lot of time reviewing algorithms, publicly, uh, public information, in order to find homes that are uh, somewhat dilapidated. So, for example, if you know if you don't have a Lowe's or Home Depot credit card. That's an indication that the home might need a little bit more work. Thus, we're able to push our marketing efforts towards, um, towards homes that need more work and, and have a higher propensity for sellers to want to call us for our services. Um, that's one of our biggest advantages. 
So it's almost like you have kind of like the inside track on, on really pocket listings, right? So things that are off the market one day and then they, they want to sell them, they could, but they need some things to fix them up and they're like, oh, I kind of just need out of this home. Correct, correct. And these are, you know, the majority of people looking to sell their homes, you know, aren't doing so because they want to. You know, they're doing so because they need to extract the equity out of their house to pay bills, uh, health bills, help with relocation, um, or have some sort of death divorce in the family. So these are people who, you know, need to sell their homes incredibly fast. And like I said earlier, this group has really historically been preyed upon by investors knowing that they're in need. And so Sunday um, created, you know, our brand is really around offering the highest price for that asset to help people in need. And we simply do it by taking less of a margin than everyone else out there. Let's talk a little bit more about the fix and flip fund. I mean, tell us a little bit more about that that you're running. Great. So we start off uh, purchasing assets or homes. A typical home that we purchase is a three-bedroom, two-bathroom, 2,500 square foot, you know, good old American house on a cul-de-sac. And a part of our strategy is to target homes that need, uh, obviously, you know, 50 to 60K worth of work associated with it. But really, we put that work into a full gut rehab. So what does that mean? A lot of the fixtures, appliances, we're changing with our team. I think it's important to note that we're really not going in there and changing, you know, altering the foundation or adding bedrooms and bathrooms or taking off the roof and putting it back on those high cap X um, line items that will really cause your project to elongate. You know, we're really focused on on those American households that need a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of interior work. My team goes in um, full rehab within, you know, four to five months and then, you know, a 40-day escrow period and we're more on the market. Um, primarily in Southern California, we've opened Dallas, um, Scottsdale, and we're looking to uh, head into two other markets in 2020. So really, really good growth and been seeing a lot of really nice traction um, in the market, especially kind of how, how, how it's running right now in terms of days on market and just overall desirability for these, this asset class. What kind of trends are you noticing um, in the real estate market overall from your vantage point? Uh, great question. I think, you know, if heading, any, by the way, into, if any. <laughs> yeah, heading into 2020, I think, you know, there's probably six or five trends which I've noticed which are going to play a huge role in really deciding kind of the landscape of real estate um, in, in, in the future. And uh, one of those is just the overall trend towards higher density living. And this is happening in all markets. So what does that mean? People are trading space in their backyard, the extra bedroom, to live in condos, to live in tighter quarters, to be next to, to be really more in a community. And you would think this would be a choice, you know, for those who can't afford the larger lot of land or the larger, you know, the room to be in. But what we're seeing is that through all demographics, especially the elderly, are choosing to live in high-density areas, you know, really for the companionship and for a sense of community. And this is happening across the U.S. So when you see kind of these newer developments with, you know, ground floors, a Whole Foods, there's a coffee shop, and then, you know, the subsequent stories are all condos, this is exactly the trends that we're seeing across the nation. No, I love it. Um, it, it makes sense. I mean, when I when I think about well, I'm, well, let me rephrase that. <laughs> I'm in Santa Monica, so uh, yeah, they're not they're not we're not losing density anytime soon in LA. <laughs> <laughs> 
No, you're not. I think, you know, one other thing to point out is that, you know, there we've seen labor uh, be an issue. So, you know, our contractors and subcontractors who are actually working on our properties, we're starting to see a shortage of especially those um, contractors who specialize in either plumbing um, or certain types of fixtures. Really? Those, those jobs just aren't being backfilled uh, by by the younger generation choosing not to want to work, uh, you know, do framing or plumbing, for instance. So we're seeing a lot of tradesmen who started their shops retire and no son, daughter, there's no one in the family who's really picking up that business, which is causing us to pay more for those trades than we usually will. And you'll see this trend. It's not just within California, but you'll see this trend across the United States for all construction, all construction types, not just single-family residents. Smells like opportunity to me. Somebody's going to fill that gap. Happens every time. <laughs> so, so Miles, if um, if somebody is um, is interested in learning more about um, about Sunday, so first off, of course, you have the wholesaling side, you have the fun side. Do you accept outside investment on the fun side? Like, tell us a little bit more about that. So, so the so that the right people listening know um, whether or not it makes sense for them to contact Sunday. Yes, thank you for bringing that up. So we are in the process of raising our third fund to date, um, targeting uh, high net worth individuals, institutions, um, really anyone who's looking for you know a short duration play, typically three years exposure uh, to the housing market. Um, if you're interested, please reach out to Miles at Sunday. And that's Sunday like the ice cream cone, S-U-N-D-A-E dot com, or give me a ring on my cell, 323-632-6255. I'd love to talk with you. Uh, Adam, I don't know how many people have actually given out their phone number on one of your shows, but I feel like that's a good idea. I'm in. All good there, Miles. That's the way people get a hold of you. Pick up the phone, shoot, do, do what you do. Um, well, hey, Miles. Um, been awesome catching up with you on this uh, Reunion 2020 episode. Excited to see more great things out of you and Sunday. And uh, to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. Hope you got a lot of value out of this. Hope you had fun listening. We had fun making this for you and bringing it to you today. Um, if you did, don't forget, subscribe to the podcast. Leave me a review on the Apple iTunes Store. Um, and also, if you're watching this on our YouTube channel, Mission Matters Money, give us a subscribe there and leave us some comments in the comment section. Love to hear your comments on what you're doing and on what you have going on in business. And uh, Miles, thanks again for coming on the show.